and it's showtime according to, to StreamYard here. Welcome, folks. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast. It is the last week, I guess, what is it? How many weeks has, have been in July? It's, it's hard to keep count. I think it's the it's the last day in July. I know that. Uh, July 30th. No, it's the second last day. There's one more day in July. <laughs> that's uh, that's tomorrow. But it's probably like the fourth or fifth week. I, I've lost track. Welcome to the podcast. We have a special guest on tonight. Just like every week we try to get a special guest. We have the staple Franklin uh, motherfucker here that he joins us here. Just like just like every day he joins us. He's, he's, he's there. Unless he's under the weather, he's always here. But we have a special guest. His name is G from Test Bros. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for joining us. Now, unless you've been uh, people at home, unless you've been under a rock, and unless you uh, don't, you buy your Tesla and you don't do anything to it, you must know about Test Bros. The I, I'm not going to do it justice by by telling you the story. I'm going to let G tell the story about it. But uh, in case you didn't know, they were called Tesla Bros at one point, and now they're called Test Bros. So. Welcome to the show. Like I said, thanks very much for taking your time and energy uh, out of out of your busy schedule. God knows you must be busy, a busy guy, uh, and joining us for an hour or so tonight as we talk Tesla and stuff like that. But like everyone, every special guest we get on the show, we take um, you know two or three minutes at the beginning of the show and just chat with that person just to get to know them. So uh, I hope you don't mind, you know, divulging a little bit about yourself or maybe your company and how it came about and stuff like that. To, to the audience at home. Yeah, so uh, it's an interesting story because uh, prior to Tez Bros, I was actually a university professor uh, teaching journalism and marketing at Ole wow. Miss. And I, have, I was teaching um, a winter session in Atlanta and I was driving and love Atlanta traffic. I was literally stuck. And I was just thinking in my head like, man, last night when my friend rode in my car, that was really annoying when he used the emergency uh, lever. And back then, I think it was like, they still haven't done the software where it would actually go down like the mirror if they use it. Um, now they fix a lot of that stuff, but that was the kind of initial problem that we're like, man, that's kind of annoying. So I started looking around and there wasn't really much options, um, especially in the bigger markets. So for some reason that day, I ended up going to Joann's and Michael's and the craft stores I pretty much had no experience in vinyl. And I said, hey, uh, I need help. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing here. And I pretty much asked for like all the vinyl in their store. And then I went home. I got a pair of scissors and I started uh, cutting stuff. And then just testing it, putting it on my car. Uh, and then that kind of evolved into um, buying a, a small cricket. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a plotting machine, but it's a lot of... Um, uh, it's it's not commercial grade at all. It's literally consumer grade. Uh, bought it on Craigslist for like two hundred bucks, and we made our first <laughs> design on Illustrator, and we printed it. And what was funny is I asked my my bro. That's part of why it's called Test Bros. Um, I said, Hey man, like I got this idea. Um, you want in? You know, we could probably make a few bucks here and there. And we made the product, and roughly around January of last year. We launched it on a Facebook group. And again, like we had no idea that people would be interested in what we do. And we kind of just said, hey, guys, like I came up with a solution. Uh, maybe you guys are, you know, having the same issue that I, I have. Um, but, you know, I'll sell it, you know, just PayPal me like seven bucks or something and I'll send it to you. And <laughs> I got one message. 
and then I got three, I got five, I got 15. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I guess this is an issue. So I had been blogging under teslabros.com. So we turned that into a e-commerce um, within 30 minutes. And then within the first two days of us launching it on the Facebook group, I think we sold like 300 door label stickers. In the um, first two days? Yeah, first two days. Um, wow. and, and it was phenomenal. And we were shocked, actually. Uh, a lot of adrenaline. And then after that, we launched a video on Twitter. We, you know, My background is actually in video production. So I had edited a video about some of the issues, highlighting it. And we had no followers. I mean, zero followers on Twitter. And, like, I think Tesla already retweeted it. I mean, we were nobody back then. Um, like, Inside EV, I mean, like, all these guys, like, picked it up because they also saw it as a problem. So that was kind of, like, our initial start of how we came to be. But one thing that we focus on always, you know, it's still the same pillar to this day, is literally um, maintenance, um, customization, um, and then the other one is uh, maintenance, customization, and protection. So those three things are the three pillars that we focus on. And we try to do it in innovative ways. So, you know, after the door label, our second product was the center console. Um, yep. I had bought one on Amazon and gosh, I, I failed bad. That was, uh, that was really, really difficult uh, to put. And I failed actually in putting it on because back then they told you to actually grab the vinyl and stretch it across a cup holder and then like doing all this stuff. And for a beginner, that's really impossible to do. <laughs> so, was that the uh, Ken Rico one? Um, I'm not going to say brands. I, I prefer don't <laughs> like um, say anything bad about other people. Uh, no, no, that's do fair. That here. So but, the, reason, um, the reason why yeah. I ask is because when I got mine, that was the only one available. And yeah. his product was actually like, I remember stretching it, but I have mine. Uh, I have that one on my car still, and that was a really good product. So it was. It, it was. It was uh, a challenge to put on. Your system is like, I, I honestly, it took me like two or three hours to install it on my car, and then I saw yeah. your product, and I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" So I'm not saying anything bad about his product. Like I loved it. Ken Rico's product was amazing, and it was yep. the first one to market. But you yep. like really simplified the installation. So uh, hats off to you, and just the way you designed it and everything is amazing. So thanks. It helps, like, Kenrico's product is, and I really respect the guy. Um, we've interacted a few times, and I really respect the guy. He really, like you said, he brought it to market, and uh, he's done a lot for the community. But I came from a non-vinyl background. That was my biggest strength, to be honest, because I exactly knew how other people were feeling. So I said, there's got to be a better way. So I looked at it. Um, you know, I have, I think, a talent of solving problems in a, in a very different way. Uh, that's kind of, like, my big role here. Um, so I just kind of put it on paper and say, all right, what can I do to here are my tools, here are the type of vinyls that exist, here are transfer, transfer papers that exist, you know, and then I kind of like pinpointed what the issue was. And then we came up with a solution. And, you know, once we launched that, people were like, wow, this is, this is easy. And that was kind of the start of, I mean, we focus on customer experience so heavily. Um, not only just like customer service, we were looking at like when people get it, then, you know, how are they going to install it and how are they going to interact with it? And they have to be successful. So uh, we, we stress a lot of that in, in product dev, but also in, in, in every aspect of our business. Wow. That, that's like, uh, maybe not overnight, but that's a, that's a very good and interesting like, success, success story. So that's great to know. Like that's, I mean, 
I've watched you come up and, and, and grow and grow and grow, but I didn't know the behind the scenes, the actual, how it actually took place. That's a very interesting story. Yeah. Hey, like, we have a question, G, for you. Do you plan to have a Chrome undelete kit for the Model Y? <laughs> or you don't want to talk about it? Actually, we do have a design um, made. Um, you know, I have the Model Y and I have like played around with the design already. Um, the issue, though, is Chrome is significantly expensive. Um, I mean, <laughs> you're talking like sometimes four to eight times more expensive than normal vinyl. Wow. So if we were to make even, you know, any money or even be at least a little bit profitable, it has to be very expensive. So, you know, we have to do our market research and see maybe in this people are going to tell me that they do want Chrome. Um, and or I don't know, I don't really know the solution, but we do have a, we, we have a working design. Um, so it's kind of in like in thought for sure. Good to know, and and that's uh, Chris is from uh, Dirty Tesla is the one that started the whole thing. I just put the put it in there. He said when you saw the Model Y um, was blacked out with the trim, were you like, oh come on? <laughs> Thinking, uh, not, <laughs> not necessarily. Um, I'm glad that Tesla's like, all right, this is what looks better because you know I think we all know that Chrome Elite, um, you know, it looks so much better, um, but at the same time, like. The Model 3 interior is almost the same, right? It's almost identical. So it wasn't a big, like, oh, man. Um, yeah. But we have been thinking about ways to innovate in the in the Model Y space. Yeah. Uh, Jason says you can just use tinfoil if uh, Chrome's too expensive. It'll do the job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't guarantee anything, you know, but uh, it, like you say, it will do the job. Yeah. <laughs> You've also expanded into... Uh, different things beyond just wraps like you've ppf now and uh some other stuff which is really interesting so um yeah it, uh i sort of cut you off there franklin i love i love like what franklin was saying earlier i think what steps sets you apart is how the how you have your ease of uh, application of, of like installing like you've got it down to a science and, and you said that's a that's one of your talents and traits so it's good to, to know because and just your layout I, i've i've seen your your chrome delete kit and how you do the mirrors and stuff like that i had mine i, I wish you, your kit came along before i had mine done through a, a deal detailing a subcontracted detailing shop and um they did a good job but the mirrors are just so like hats off to you how you designed the and cuts and pieces and all that for the the mirror because that mirror is a bitch to do <laughs> and to keep down with it folding and everything like that i've had mine redone what this is the third or fourth time on each side and it's only wow. been two years yeah it's just it's just just the nature of how it's designed it just doesn't yeah. sit so for years to sit down that's Dax, just just to let you know, I've had mine on for just over a year, and it's been just as good as since the day I put it yeah, on. And you know what I said? And that's that's his product. Like, and full full clarity. Like, I paid for all the products. Like, I paid for all of them because uh, I love them. Like, Damn your right, products yeah. are amazing, and uh, you should. I'm a big believer in supporting companies that innovate and stuff like that. And there's a whole thing on Twitter uh, this past week, which I retweeted. You want to support the companies that create stuff because those are the ones who are gonna keep bringing you really good products, right? So um, 
always go for the people that are bringing you like the people that are with the minds and doing these creative things like G, right? So, but yep, yeah, and and you know what the the G, G, detailing company and it's no secret anyone that knows me the detailing company I had my car done what was at was um, Inception Automotive Detailing here in the GTA, um, but full disclosure when they first did mine, mine was one of the first cars that. Uh, was chrome deleted in the gta so they weren't into chrome delete and and vinyl they're just into ppf so they do it now they do it now in-house on their own but because it was so new to them they'd actually outsourced it to a another company like a subcontract to get it done so in all fairness to them it wasn't them that that um that did it if now that they're doing it they do a better job and that's why i said to i said to uh, lorenzo i said um if this doesn't if this doesn't work this time, I'm just gonna I think I'm just gonna rip it off and get the Tesla Bros one. <laughs> so like full full disclosure. So like like I said, it, it wasn't a bad job, but um, it just doesn't stick for for some reason. Oh, it, over time, it just ca- keeps coming on. And just so everyone knows, speaking of full disclosure, I sound like a broken record. Uh, well, I'll have everyone know that this isn't a sponsored video uh, <laughs> or, or podcast. Uh, uh, Tesla Test Bros isn't a sponsor of, of us or anything I had. Uh, up until I'll, I'll have you know, actually, and I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. Up until how how far are we into this now? Uh, where is, where is, okay, 13 minutes in. Up until about five minutes before, so about close to 18, 20 minutes, I didn't know who was on the show tonight. Um, I left it up to Franklin. Uh, like I said in some of the other podcasts in previous weeks, Franklin seems to become our my default uh scout uh talent scout <laughs> or a special guest scout because uh, he's he's uh, lined up a, a lot of guests for me um when i've just been too busy during the week and stuff like that so he he said a couple days ago if not last night he said leave it up to me i'll uh, i'll uh, get someone for the show and i said okay no problem and i said you know what just get whoever you want. I have full faith in you. And I trust you fully. And he goes, I'll, I'll, I'll make it a surprise. I'm like, sure. So I didn't know until about 20 minutes ago who was actually on the show. And I was happily surprised. And it's great that you're on. So what I meant to ask you, you mentioned something about uh, the Model Y. So is that what you currently have now? A Y? Um, you- so we actually have a Model 3, a Y, and an S. Oh, wow. Um, and you know we mainly use it all for it's all test vehicles. <laughs> yeah. You know I probably have a new center console at least once a week. Um, you know we're testing designs and we're always trying to reiterate stuff. So like you're talking about the Chrome Delete. Um, back then we didn't even have a warehouse. We didn't even have the office space. Um, I made that in my home garage. I mean that was about eight weeks of constant iterations, and we're already looking at. Uh, reiterating that um, into version two. You know, uh, I know a lot of people have uh, not necessarily problems, but we also think that every product can be better. So that's also in the works. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the dying question now. Um, obviously, you can't test on it yet, but what's your thoughts on the Cybertruck? Do you plan to do anything crazy with it? Or Great question. Yeah, I mean, so <laughs> I kind of tweeted like the other day, I think, you know, trucks are Teslas of the South. You have a truck. I mean, trucks are like 90, 80, you know, 80, 90,000 here. And it's like having a Ferrari or, or Tesla, right? So I can't wait for the Cybertruck to come out and just <laughs> destroy all those other ones. But I will definitely wrap it. I think I'm going to go my with something like um, like a deep matte black. I think that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking about 
putting some sort of a lift. Um, so it's going to be massive high. I mean, it's going to look bad. So I have a lot of ideas of what to do on the Cybertruck. Um, I think it's going to be phenomenal and a lot easier. I mean, it's a Polygon. So we're just um, really excited for the, the Cybertruck. And Austin's not too far where Cybertruck is going to be made. So I'm also excited for that. You're, you said you're in um, Georgia, right? So we're actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee, um, sorry. Yeah, we're only like 15 minutes away from Georgia, actually. Really? Uh -huh. Wow, Tennessee. It's funny you said. I mean, my my ignorance for geography is going to come out here. Uh, so please correct me if I'm wrong uh, and out me completely. We were actually, before COVID hit and everything, we were actually uh, planning a trip down to Tennessee to the uh, Smoky Mountains. Uh, oh, yeah. Family trip, yeah. We, we saw it online. Uh, we had some some friends that uh, have been down there, uh, and they said it's an awesome, awesome family vacation and take the, and to take a, a road trip. And we just went out earlier in February to um, to to Disney down in Florida, and we're like, oh, we can do that. We can go to Tennessee if we can go to Florida. We can go to Tennessee. So we up until the COVID hit, we were we were about to come to Tennessee. So we'll have to put that on hold for a little bit, but we'll definitely. Yeah. Try to make our way there. One last question for you, G. Is the out this is from Mark uh, Lindsay? Is the outside paint wrap of the car the same material as the inside console wrap of the car? Uh, yeah, it is. So it's actually all um, uh, twenty eighty series now. Three M, you know, came out with it around last year, and they're just really good for interior and exterior. Um, they're weatherproof, as you guys know. Um, and yep. it's really the best material to use. Uh, there's really three brands, uh, Avery, Oracle, um, 3M. I mean, those are the top brands. There's others like Hexus and, you know, Isonitech. It's a very hard word. But, um, you know, it's just the most reliable. So, yeah, it is for interior and exterior. Hmm. Okay. And, and Jason makes a comment about the Cybertruck pillar delete. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it needs to be pillar deleted. It just looks so much better. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, well, well. before I segue this, thanks very much uh, for getting us up to speed and telling us a little bit about yourself and your, and your history of the company and stuff like that. Like I said, folks at home, <laughs> this is not sponsored, but uh, like Franklin said, we only talk about, you know, good companies that are reputable and we would like, you know, stand up for. So like, I mean, if, if you were a company that I didn't believe in, it, and I'd like to say, I, would, I wouldn't like, I'd like to say I wouldn't have you on, but I would, I didn't know you were coming on, but, <laughs> but you're still on. So <laughs> the show's not over and you're still on. And I'll throw something else out there too. And I have one as well, but I'm not even going to say mine. Uh, my buddy Moss just got a, uh, affiliate code for test bros. So if you guys want to help him out, if you're actually buying anything, uh, it's Moss Garage, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so just if you're going to buy something, throw in his code, Moss Garage, and uh, I th there's there's a discount applied. So And you can help out Moss a little bit. And again, that's that's just my buddy, and I just want to help him out. He just got one, and he's also a really big fan of yours. So. Yeah, and if you're into GTA and you uh, don't trust yourself in installing any of it, Moss is an awesome installer. He's not even a, a professional or... or a license oh, or whatever, but, but yeah, he does such a good job. Yeah. You might as well be a professional, right? Mm -hmm. But his, I, I... his OCD is like such a benefit. Um, and him and I, we work together to do the installs, right? So, uh, what we can do a Chrome delete and 
a pretty quick time. I think under three hours now we can do a full car Chrome delete, which wow. is pretty good. Um, that is good. Wow. Yeah. But, and it's not like we're doing it rushing through. Like, it's like the way he works is like spotless. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, just shout out to Moss. And again, non sponsored. He's just a good friend of mine and or ours. And he does excellent work. So, yep. Yep. And we, yeah, we had him on a few weeks back or a few months back. Did we not? Yeah, we, yeah. we invited him kind of like how Tesla invites uh, manufacturers to use their software. <laughs> yes, actually, you know what? It's funny. We, I was good at it. Yeah, okay, let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the – unless you had any more questions for G, um, guys guys in the chat, or uh, Franklin, yeah, we'll move on to the news. If oh, there yeah. are any, I'll leave them for the end. I'll collect them. If you guys have any other questions for G, just drop them in the chat as we're yeah. doing this, and we'll save them for the end. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Franklin uh, hit the nail on the head, and he alluded to the first topic that we have up in the Tesla news. Elon just just out of the blue today, um, of course, and you know it's it's typical Elon. Um, he he got got on Twitter and um, he was responding to a Teslarati tweet, and this article is from Teslarati. Uh, Teslarati had this article about uh, Tesla obsessed German automakers look for look to solve a multi year uh, tech. Uh, deficit, and we all know that uh, we read all these articles and stuff like that in the last little while. That Tesla is, and it's actually getting bigger. You think it'd be getting smaller, but people are realizing more and more that Tesla uh, has this big gap or big lead uh, between other uh, traditional car manufacturers. And it's like I said, you think it would be getting less and less as they. Uh, starting to figure things out, but they're actually, as they're figuring things out, they're realizing that the gap is actually further. And the honest ones at least are, are being honest and coming to the table and saying, yeah, you know what? It's not five years. It's six years behind or it's seven years behind. And anyways, in this article, it, the, the, the news isn't even about the article and the deficit. The news is about Elon's response. He said, Tesla is open to licensing software and supplying powertrains and batteries. We're just trying to accelerate sus uh, sustainable energy. Not, we're not in it to crush the competition or competitors or anything like that. So that was, I think that caught a lot of people off guard. I mean, yes and no. If anyone knows Elon's history and Tesla's uh, history, they all know that, you know, they're the whole, model for for the company is the you know uh, sustainability and and forwarding that vision and stuff like that um but that went on to say he went on and he started talking about uh it's not just uh you know battery and powertrains and stuff like that um he's actually gonna do software and and license software and then uh some other guy on twitter named sam lopez at uh sam underscore lopez double x and that's people have such sometimes strange twitter handles which which is all cool he he asked a question a follow-up question to elon saying software also as in autopilot and elon said sure so can you imagine uh, let me get i'll give you my take on it but i'll ask you guys in uh in in the um uh group here what do you guys think about tesla licensing autopilot software to other manufacturers Okay, I'm going to give you a totally different spin on his answer and to why he said what he did. Spin away. Okay, so, uh, and this could be like totally off, and if I'm off, let me know. But uh, he said, we're trying to accelerate sustainable energy, not crush the competitors. And he used the word crush the competitors. Uh, do you know what's been happening uh, with all the tech giants in the U.S.? 
they've had a hearing on Monopoly. Oh, power. yes, yes. That was just okay. yesterday, right? Yep. So it all kind of ties in. So those, those guys have like a massive monopoly on uh, their different fields, right? They had uh, Facebook there, Google, Apple, and Amazon. And they've just had a massive, they just had a hearing that they want to split up the company because of the monopoly. Do you think Elon's smart enough to put out this tweet to say, hey, we're here to help the competition because he realizes they're headed towards a monopoly and this is going to help him one day in a hearing like in 10 years from now when they're sitting down with Elon saying, hey, you own all the battery tech, you own all the car tech. Like, you know, this, you is, this is why I have you on, Franklin, because you <laughs> think of the things I don't think of. That is, buddy, that's brilliant. That, yeah, I mean, it could just be a coincidence, but it could be very, you know, calculated with yeah. what's going on. Yeah. There is also a bowling, Bollinger Motors. Uh, yep. who tweeted them and he said they put like the little hand up emoji and they yeah. said hey can we use your superchargers so there are people interested um oh yeah bollinger uh, replied oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. well you know that standing offer has been on the table for years now and it's surprised like i can't i mean i one part of me says i'm surprised that nobody has come to them and said yeah we want to use your superchargers but then i'm not surprised because just the arrogance of these traditional automakers and how they don't want to get in bed with Tesla. They, they never gave Tesla respect at the beginning. And now in the last year or two, they're actually re respecting them and seeing that they are for real before then they were just, they wouldn't give them the time of day. Right. But it surprises me because, well, like I said, it doesn't surprise me because uh, apparently some people, some manufacturers have approached. It's not like none. It's not like nothing, nobody has, but some I've heard in the past have approached them, but they just, they didn't like Tesla's deal. And Tesla's deal is very simple from what I understand. It's, this is how our supercharger is. You're not changing anything. You're not, uh, you're not changing the software. You're not changing uh, the design. You take it for what it is or you leave it. And, you know, you know how these big corporations are, right? They want to get their hands in, in involved in everything and they want to, change things to manipulate it to work how they want it to work. So I'm not surprised that that they come to the table, make these demands, and then walk away. I wonder, though, because the stipulations of those deals have never been all, like actually public. It's always been Elon tweeting like, hey, yeah, we're willing to work with others. So i kind of curious. Yeah, it's just speculation. And uh, I find it really interesting or fascinating or disappointing however way you want to look at it, that no one's actually taken up on the offer to this day. And there has to be a reason for it. So is what Tesla's demands for them to actually be able to do that too high? Who knows, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Jason says here uh, that he, meaning Elon, I'm, I'm thinking, he knows that battery day is going <laughs> to kill the competition. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe this whole battery thing and battery tech, it's like, yeah, we'll license it to you. The old, the old tech, we're not going to license the new tech to you. We'll license the old tech to you. So maybe, yeah, that's what he's thinking. And yeah. of course, um, Mark says uh, legacy auto autos want Tesla to just go away. Yeah, they they wanted Tesla to go away go away years ago when they first came on the scene and they were small and everything. Not to say Tesla's big now, but they are still small. But now they want them to go away for a different reason. <laughs> they were a pest mm -hmm. to them before. Now they're a threat to them. <laughs> and well, it's, it's because they're able to update so easily, um, which makes a world of difference, right? Um, yeah, kind of like how G's updating his products. Tesla updates theirs to improve it and make it better. You have to. Um, you, have, you have to update on the fly. And it's the small things that make a world of difference, right? Like showing the right color of Tesla's around you as you're driving. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, buddy, you you are on fire tonight. You're on fire. You're actually catching me off guard here. So smooth. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So smooth, and and yet I can't even catch up. Uh, Okay. What um, Franklin is trying to say is our next topic is where is it? Where is it? See, t- see, you you've totally thrown me off here. <laughs> All okay. right, so the next the next topic okay. is right here. I got it. I think I got it from our friends Drive Tesla Canada. Uh, this topic or, or this uh, article is once again, I think, another Elon tweet, and we'll scroll down and, and talk about it in, in a second. Basically, what Elon wants to do, and and he sort of correct me if I'm wrong, guys, alluded to this a few months back about about. Uh, bringing some kind of almost like a novelty game where it's like a punch buggy game where you see other Teslas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so what he's saying now is like the the car, the little car, let's say a Model 3, for example, the car that uh, when you're an autopilot and you, you see that's on your left of your screen, that car represents you. And yeah, it's in the same color and everything like that. But what they want to do, what he wants to do is if you're next to a Model S, It'll it'll illustrate and depict the Model S next to you in whatever color it's in, like actually like a real representation of real life uh, around you. I, I know I'm not giving it, doing it justice, so I'm just going to scroll down here to the um, the tweet. Um, whole Mars catalog. Now this guy, this guy or this girl, they've been on fire lately talking about uh, Tesla stuff and getting Elon's ear too. It's uh, Omar. Yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. See, once again, I did my research, and this is what I found out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so it's Omar. Okay, interesting. Um, he said, hey, Elon, will Cybertruck have custom model in the autopilot visualization? Uh, basically, are we just going to see regular pickup trucks, or is it going to be the actual Cybertruck? Uh, and then Elon responded quickly, saying, yeah, display will uh, also soon render Tesla specifically as their model and color instead of just a generic uh, sedan or SUV has potential for a fun punchy uh, punch buggy sort of game. And, that, and that's what I was talking about. He'd mentioned that a few months ago, talking about some kind of uh, turning this into some kind of game. So it's these little things. I'm going to shut up now and you guys can uh, chime in and tell me what you think of that. Like, is that something that you guys would um, uh, invite or well, not invite, but welcome? G? Um, I think any software update I can learn welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christmas every time there's an update. So true. So, G, you, you're definitely, like, you with all the vinyl stuff, you're going to love this to be able to experiment, like, one card of the next to see if it actually picks up all the color changes. Yeah. So, uh, is this a visual cue? Is that what they're doing by visualizing so, yeah, you, the color by visuals? Scroll up, Dax. You should be able to see... Um, they did an excellent job with uh, Microsoft Paint at showing what it should look like. And if you can zoom in a little more, you can actually see like the blue Tesla there on the right. Um, yeah. Like the cars are definitely in their lanes there. Ex- excellent work. All jokes aside, this website's amazing. It's become one of my favorite uh, go tos for Tesla news. So uh, shout Drive- out to Drive Tesla Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Darren does a good yeah. job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, they just keep getting better. I mean, I don't know. I've run out of things, and, and I'm not as, uh, you know, imaginative, I guess is a good word, as as 
many people out there, even you guys here on, on the panel tonight, obviously, I've run out of things to think what would be cool, what would be a good update or a new feature or tweak for the car. But thank God that the whole Twittersphere and everything is out there because these you guys and girls out there, you're just feeding Elon stuff. And, and maybe it's not even feeding me. Maybe uh, Elon and Tesla team know have these things, you know, planned in the future down to, uh, in line and everything. So maybe it's just a matter of, of time before these things come out. But it's like I'm running out is what I'm saying. I'm running out of things to, to think about. But leave it up to them. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're doing a good job of it. So, Dax, I'm sharing my screen. If you want to pull it up for a sec. Yep. Sure. I wonder if Tesla's going to give me some royalties here. And just full disclosure, I've kind of stopped development on this because I just haven't had time. But if you scroll down here, there's something called the play game. And you can actually play, like, as you see them in your car, obviously, you can, like, click it. And you can actually click off the cars that you've seen, all the different Model S's and 3's and oh, that's cool. so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And you can also go by Canada, U.S., and you can click all your states. So it's kind of like... Uh, what they want to implement um, or what Elon alluded, alluded to. Just I implemented it first. So, you know. So you, you made that yourself? Yeah, that's on my web app. Oh, you didn't scrape that from some somebody else? No, no. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't know. I yeah, no, that's, that's on my web app. So I actually coded that uh, based off user suggestion when I was active in development of it. And um, just like a fun way to like, oh, I spotted a Tesla and you check it off the list, right? You were so far ahead of them, buddy. They they should give you something. They they should hire you to work for them or something. They've offered. I know. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to get to the Cybertruck? This this weirdo on on um, Twitter talked about the Cybertruck and the reservations. Yeah, want, sure. Yeah, let's talk about that. The weirdo I'm talking. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Uh, Tesla mother frunker. Anyone ever heard of him on uh, Twitter? He's always on there. <laughs> he tweets a lot. Anyways. He tweeted, and all jokes aside, if for anyone that doesn't get my joke, because my humor goes over some people's heads sometimes, we're talking about Franklin. Franklin is Tesla mother frunker, in case I haven't mentioned it at the beginning, in case no one knew. He mentioned back yesterday, it was yes. You know what? Why am I telling you your story? You tell your story. <laughs> um, so I've been following the Cybertruck reservation numbers for a while, and it's not like an exact science, but there's a number, and if I can have it here, it's here somewhere. Hold on. Um, I wasn't really prepared for this topic, so I know how you feel when I do this to you. I skipped. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so the number is uh, 112,744,100. Can you and, be a little more exact, please? Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> So that's the first number that reservation started with for the Cybertruck. So if you take your reservation number and you subtract that number from it, that's where you are in line. And it's really? not an exact science. The numbers do go in order. Like, that's confirmed. However, uh, solar is attached to it as well as as well as wise. But... Oh, really? But, 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 but. The number is substantially higher than the million mark. And uh, just based off the number of why is being delivered in terms of the time frame? You can kind of deduct and kind of get a pretty accurate estimate. Uh, there's a website called um, CybertruckOwners.com that has like a really in-depth spreadsheet. Uh, but basically, if you just go by simple math, they're over a million or close to a million. Like it's they're at the million mark because uh, 
I think they're like two, three hundred thousand over the million mark. Uh, when I checked, when that's the highest reservation I've seen. And how many, sorry, how many? They're they're like one point one, one point two. Oh wow! So you got to say like they're they're pretty damn close to the number. Um, so when I tweeted it, I was kind of hoping for Elon to actually like say like, oh yeah, I can <laughs> confirm this, right? But that obviously never happened. Um, <laughs> and that tweet generated way more. Uh, likes and retweets than i imagined because for me it's more like yeah this is really cool um at the same time i don't know how many of those are going to take delivery like what do you guys think do you think well that's that's that whole debate yeah what do you think g i mean i i take it you have a reservation uh yeah we do we actually had three accidentally when it first came out oh somebody actually (laughs) beat franklin yeah yeah i was like how many did you have franklin I have one of each trim, so whichever they deliver to me first. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I live in the South, so, like, I, I go back to that, and, like, there are a lot of people who are interested in the Cybertruck, um, and some of them also made reservations. So I feel pretty confident that, you know, once they see it in the wild and people are starting to get delivered and stuff, they're going to go, wow, this is uh, this is pretty cool, and I feel like a lot of them will convert. Kind of like the why. Um, I think a lot of owners with three kind of have that same like FOMO a little bit where they're like, man, the why is so much better. It's like, should I sell my three now? And then, you know, they're really interested and then, you know, um, or they upgrade to a performance or a dual motor right now. And all, a lot of them are waiting for, um, you know, hopefully um, a cheaper version. Um, but I feel like that's going to happen. The same thing. Um, I think it's even going to be more popular, to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 taken everything, the whole industry by storm. Uh, and I say that. And yeah, to answer your question, Franklin, and I've I've always wondered this, and I have a, I have a pretty good opinion of of how many people will actually, you know, bite the bullet and actually go forward with the order compared to how many. Okay, so let's say for a nice, yeah, uh, you know what? Yeah, some people are saying that low. I w- I thought I was being skeptical and I was being uh, pessimistic when I was thinking earlier, like you know, when it wasn't even five hundred thousand orders. I was I was thinking maybe like fifty forty percent, so basically half and half. But yeah, I, I've heard I've heard some people estimate it as low as ten percent too. Uh, but I would think you know what I, I'm still going to stick around. I'd say forty percent, maybe as low as thirty thirty five, but forty percent I think are going to go through with it, which, you know, e- even, yeah, even if you take the million and you take the high number as what I just said, 40%, that's still 400,000. That's still, you know, that's model three territory. So I really hope the number's low just so I can get mine quicker. Cause yeah, I know course. all you guys in, in the South, they're going to get yours way before us, uh, which is unfair. Okay. Cause I want mine just as quick as you, but uh, <laughs> what's your, what's your reservation number? <laughs> <laughs> like, 15 to 20,000 ish. Okay. It's pretty low, but not low enough, obviously, because I live in Canada. So um, I don't, I don't expect to get it very quick. Uh, But I think, so Tesla did it smartly and it was smart and dumb on Tesla's part. So by putting it at a hundred dollars, they made it cheap enough for anyone can go on a reserve and then they can share it out with their friends and be like, Oh my God, look what I reserved. Right. This futuristic looking crazy vehicle. And, they can share it on social media and that spreads and more people will see it and get to know it and so on and so forth. Uh, so from a marketing standpoint, it's brilliant. 
Um, unfortunately, I think a lot of people were reserving for the sake of saying, hey, I have one, and they don't actually plan to take delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it can go both ways. Um, I'm excited. Uh, truthfully, I want the tri-motor. But if they have the all-wheel drive, like they're saying originally, that's what was coming first, and then I know they change your tune, I'll take whatever they give me, right? But yeah. tri-motor is my first choice. Kind of like my three. I wanted performance, and uh, the only configuration I had was long range, uh, real wheel drive. Like I was very, very limited. Like my order page was like, pick your color, <laughs> right? Yep. So, oh yeah, they early. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. You know, it's funny you uh, even tweeted that out yesterday, and and anyone at home knows that Franklin and I uh, are are good buddies, and we talk obviously not just here on the podcast uh, on a daily basis, off air and stuff like that. Unfortunately, about, yeah. about different things. What the hell? Really? Are we gonna, are we gonna have this in front of everyone? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, um, I'm out of this, guys. You I guys know. Deal with that. <laughs> so, so uh, what I was trying to say is that it's it's surprising the amount we talk. I never brought this topic up to you. You never brought this topic up to me. But just last week, I was talking to another uh, Tesla-related friend that that um that Franklin knows, um, and his dad just put in an order for a, a cyber truck late to the game. I get it. And he knows he's, he's going to be one of the last to get it and have to wait the longest. So we think, who knows? He may be one of the first, you know, how, you know, when, how Tesla ordering goes, right. You know, how it goes, did we lose G there? Yeah. We lost him there for yeah. a second. Okay. He'll well, be back. No, he's, he's here right here. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Sorry about that. Um, no worries. Um, and he, he was, he was the first to tell me, Buddy, you know they're about nine hundred thousand, and I'm like, no, and not that he didn't believe. Him. When I said no, I meant it like in disbelief. But he was yeah. quick to send me a screenshot of his dad's reservation number, and yeah, I got to compare it to mine because I haven't looked at my reservation number in a long time since November. And I looked at it, and it's like, yeah, it was like, I'm thinking to myself, if they are sequential, and it's a good point you bring up, Franklin, and how you uh, uh, came to that. I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a. Uh, it's going to be up there close to a million. And I was going to actually mention it to you, Franklin. And it's like I said, it's just ironic and funny that we never, uh, we, we never discussed it with one another. And then this first time I see it was yesterday in your tweet. So, yeah. yeah so I knew they were close, but I didn't think they were that close. I didn't think they I, even made it over. I can't imagine if all million are taking delivery. I cannot imagine getting the truck in the first like two or three years of it being out. <laughs> like yeah. it's just not going to happen. Like why would they ship it up to Canada? If they have that many orders in the states, and yeah, yeah. true, true, from I, logistics, well, like it just doesn't make sense. So, I, gee, if that happens, I'll come to visit you. Yeah, please do come visit. Pick up your cyber truck here. <laughs> Me too. I'm coming we'll, to you just because I was we'll going go to, to we'll go to Austin. There's yeah, a road yeah, trip. They, they actually, Elon Musk said that he's going to be putting some uh, chargers there in uh, Smoky Mountains. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, Another reason to go. So even better. Well, yeah. hey, uh, let me get my charger real quick. Um, Bob, yeah, yeah, no problem. Keep going. Sure, no problem. If you, you only had 20% better battery power, ADEX. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I wasn't even paying attention when you said that. But yeah, and, and of course, I had it ready, and then I took it off when I was – because I actually was going to change the screen. But, yes, 20% battery power if you had an increase, like sort of like what Panasonic wants to do. Now, yeah. when I read this today, the first thing I thought is like, oops, 
Panasonic sort of screwed up. Did, did anyone else get that, that feeling that Panasonic sort of let the cat out of the bag accidentally? <laughs> I wonder if they talked to Elon before, like, letting this out. Yeah, because in a nutshell, anyone who didn't read the article, so Panasonic uh, came out today. Was it a tweet? Uh, you know how I do my homework, right? No, I don't <laughs> think it was, it was a tweet, but they were talking about uh, the 2170 battery cells, and they're planning in the next uh, five years, three to five years, to increase the uh, energy density by 20%. So that and anyone who knows Panasonic is is a, a very big uh, player with Tesla in the battery development. So they're they're basically Tesla's partner when it comes to batteries. Uh, now, what I was saying is that they did they screw up and did they let the cat out of the bag? Uh, what I'm meaning is like, does this have anything to do with uh, Battery Day in September? Which I really hope they don't. Uh, by the way, I I really hope. They stick to the September 15th date and they don't postpone it again. But with all the stuff going down in the States and the numbers rising, I, I just don't know. I mean, didn't Texas just have a stellar day for cases? I don't want to get dwell on that. But anyways, I'm just what I'm trying to say is I hope things get better and I hope they don't uh, delay the battery day presentation anymore. So getting back to this, uh, what Panasonic has uh, wanted to do is make a cobalt-free version of its battery in the next two or three years. And with the less cobalt, it won't be as dense, uh, but you can you can get more efficiency out of it. Uh, and they're saying about twenty percent. Now, it's not going to happen all at once, as we know. It's gonna it's gonna be a linear increase. Like next year might be a little bit, and then the following year will be a little bit more. And what they're planning and what their goal is to do is within five years, 20%. So when I heard this, well, you know what? Let me stop talking for a second and get your opinion on it, guys. What do you think of the 20%? So I think, because uh, G's not here, um, you have to add him back in. Yep. I think uh, the 20% is not bad. It's a pretty realistic goal if you think it's a 4% increase each year for five years, right? Uh, yeah. So it is incremental and it's achievable. That's what I think. I don't know much more to say about it, but yeah. Well, I I did a quick uh, number crunch because I'm a mathematician here. I'm <laughs> just kidding, and I and I know our cars right now get and and I'm not saying it's going to be our cars, but let's just take a typical Model Three for example. If right now it gets 300 miles, which is 500 kilometers, you add 20 percent, that's 600 kilometers. That's an extra 100 kilometers. In five years, that's great. Like, I mean, that's that's close to the four hundred mark. It's about what are there three seventy miles or something? Like that. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's close. Well, I say three sixty, but official numbers for the Model Three is what's supposed to be like three fifteen, three twenty five, or something. Like that. So it'll be closer to probably three seventy is, is what I'm thinking. But yeah, I mean, they're close to. The, I mean, they're already they broke the four hundred with the Model S, as we all know. And um, I think this is what Elon's game plan is. Like we know with the Model S, how with the Raven motor uh, or the model that they broke the 400 mile mark, not by increasing the battery and the density and anything like that. They did it all on weight and, you know, skinnier tires and stuff like that. So maybe that's Elon's thing. It's like, we're going to get uh, higher, higher mileage, sorry, higher range, but we're not going to increase the battery. Uh, packs we're not gonna because i think elon had mentioned at one point months ago or years ago maybe even that he doesn't plan on doing anything over a hundred uh kilowatt battery pack 
Now that could have been just for the S or the X or or the three, because we all know with the Cybertruck, they're probably going to have to go over a hundred. Like if they don't go over a hundred and they're getting five hundred miles out of that tri motor, that'll be unbelievable. So I so what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure they're going to have to go over. Mark, um, uh, as always, brings up a good point. I don't Mark think Tesla. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Uh, I don't think Tesla will keep the same numbers of cells in their vehicle. They will target the same range and lower the cells needed since there's more energy per cell, less cost per weight. And weight, yeah, you're, you're shedding weight now by making it making it smaller. You're not putting the same battery pack in, so you're it's it's cheaper. Yeah, that's that's brilliant, and that's exactly what I think they may do. Another uh, yeah. potential uh, option is to just make a cheaper car. Like, remember how he said it a long time ago uh, that he wants Target to have, like, a $25,000 vehicle? If the battery, like, if they keep optimizing and it gets cheaper, they're going to be able to achieve that goal uh, eventually. Um, like, he said he wants everyone to be able to own an electric vehicle and uh, at that price point, like who wouldn't, right? So. Yeah, and he alluded to that last week on um, uh, uh, the uh, invest, not the investor day. The um, what am I thinking of? The call, the earnings call. He, yeah. he he alluded to something in the pipeline. Can't really get into details about it. Wanted to save it for the reveals and stuff like that. But he said, "What what was his what the term that he used?" He said, "The ah, I forget what term he used." The, basically something like the 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 two two vehicles that will make most sense i think is some something along those lines like i forget the exact wording he used but yeah like mark says they may go they may go um smaller pack which is going to be lighter and it's going to be cheaper mm. or what they could do is keep the same pack same price but now you've got more mileage right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. Also on that call, he said that they needed to, uh, I don't remember the exact words again, but they need to fix the nickel problem. Do you, do you have anything to say about the nickel problem there, Dex? Oh, geez, you're, you're just flying through this, buddy. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and that's a good thing you brought up. And we're bringing it back home. Anyone that knows, uh, anyone that watches us, if you don't know, um, Franklin and I are from the Great White North, um, where it's snowing in the end of July. We're in Canada. <laughs> it's not snowing. It was 32 degrees Celsius <laughs> today. So, um, yeah, when in, in that call, Elon was yeah was calling out. He basically put a call out to any mining company that wants to mine nickel to basically mine as much nickel as you can because they're they're in high demand for it and they're going to need it. And if you can do it, uh, if you can do it in an environmentally friendly way. Uh, they will give. How was Elon's terms? We will give you a, a lucrative long contract or something like that. Yeah, a lot of money. He said a lot, a lot of money. Yeah, basically a lot of money. So this company in in Canada, this nickel company, uh, and according to uh, it's called Nickel Canada. <clears throat> pardon me, Nickel uh, Canada Nickel Co. I guess that means company. It's a Toronto-based uh, nickel company, and uh, they're actually on this. Uh, the stock market and their stock. I was talking to my buddy Ryan. My buddy Ryan's the one that first uh, got me onto it, and 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 alluded, uh, brought it to my attention. Uh, don't quote me on this, but before the announcement, their stock was, I want to say, like within seventy or eighty cents a share, 
And then after it went up to like a buck 50 or a buck 70. And then the next day it went up to 290, almost $3. And now it's settled down. It's about 250 now. But just from the announcement alone, it went up a lot. And anyone that had it in when they were just under a dollar uh, and had some substantial money in there, they're, they're doing pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course, when I started looking at it, it, it started going down because that's just what happens when I look at stocks. So you hear that? Dash is shorting this company. No, I'm not shorting. You, you heard it here. Jinxing the company <laughs> because when it, I, I'm not a stock person, I mean, see, I don't even know the right terminology for it. I'm not a stock guy, I guess uh, you can say it. So whenever I look at something and I'm thinking, oh, this got potential, I should know by now to just stand by and don't do anything and then see what happens and pretend in my head that I invested in it because what's inevitably going to happen, it's going to go up and then it's going to go right back down. So traditionally that's what's happened. Um, full disclosure, I used to have Tesla stock <laughs> and I don't anymore and I'm kicking myself. Uh, and, and every time I say it's too late to get in, I kick myself some more two weeks later because it wasn't too late. <laughs> um, do you, Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys wanted. Uh, you know what? I won't even ask you. I was gonna ask you if you have stocks, but you know, if you don't have to tell me, not not on the show, you can tell me off air. It's not a fair question to ask you. So yeah, so this nickel company. I mean, there's not much to say about it. Basically, in a nutshell, they answered Elon's call and they got a contract. Um, do you know any more about it, Franklin? What what this contract was all about? I I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I know as much as you do. Okay. Uh, truth, truthfully, I just know that they they said, "Hey, we we can do it." Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, just that's, look- that's, that's the extent of my knowledge on the topic. Yes. Uh, For anyone that doesn't know, here in Ontario, uh, we have a a town, a northern town. It's not a town. It's, it's like a small city called Sudbury, Ontario. It's about four four hours north of Toronto. Pretty cold sometimes up there. I have some friends from Sudbury, and um, they have uh, caves and mines. Um, are, are they caves? I guess they're mines. And so, what Sudbury is known for is their nickel. Just a quick correction: they don't have the contract. It's nothing was signed. It's just them saying we can do it, right? Oh, showing interest. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just just them verbalizing it and saying they showing interest affected their stock so so much like that. Imagine if they. Yeah. And when they do sign, wow! Correct. So they plan to build the facility, but plan on having zero carbon footprint. Uh, that's Ryan Nerds for Hire who uh, just said that. So, oh, mm-hmm. oh, Ryan's in here. Yeah, Ryan's here. Invited him. Oh yeah, here he is. Yeah, yeah. So, Your bad luck pass. Because <laughs> we were talking about it a couple of days ago. He says your bad luck for. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't even read it. He's a joke. Yeah. So, so don't, yeah, I don't have like anything anymore. Ryan. There's not much more to go uh, about this story, but um, do you want to go to our last segment of our talk, which yeah. is stories? Yeah, stories. Uh, gee, no, no, like if you don't have one, don't worry. Like, don't make one up like Dax does every week. What? <laughs> we you know. know we know. How do you know that? Uh, gee, did, did you want to like Dax? You start off. It's your, okay. okay. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna get you to start off, but I'm just gonna introduce it while you're thinking of your story, Franklin. All right, uh, it's my show. You don't tell me what to do. No, I was gonna say what we do every week for the last few weeks, folks, is we just try to end off uh, the show on a little 
happy light note type thing. I mean, the whole show is light. Is we we don't get really intense and in depth here. It's all light. But what we try to do at the end of the show is just talk about our week or last two weeks if we had any test related fun stories or anything like that. Sorry, I was backing away from the mic there for a little bit. Um, and just, you know, share with, with the audience if if, um, if my, our special guests have any stories they want to add, they can add it. If they don't, like like Franklin says, uh, no pressure. Nobody's uh, compelled to do anything. Um, but, you know, we are paying you good money, G, so you should have a story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but, no, Franklin – all we'll, right, we'll we'll give you a second G if you want to think of something. Like I said, you don't have to, but uh, we'll start with Franklin. All right, so um, let, let's go back like I don't know six months ago when Dax purchased. Oh, so yeah. I I made merch for my logo just so I can buy it, and I put it on a website and I made it as cheap as possible, uh, just because I want to buy it for myself. I didn't expect anyone to buy my merch, and then sure enough. Uh, it became a joke online, and Dax ended up buying a sweater. So since he started this podcast, and I think this is, what, the 28th one we've done, or 29th? We've done a lot of them. 20. Every week. Really? We haven't hit 25 yet? Okay, whatever. We were over 20. So every week in the chat, people Dax is like, ask questions, ask questions. So I was dropping the chat, hey, when is the Tesla Talk merch coming? And I ask as if I'm a fan. And he ignores my question every single episode. Every single week, he refuses to answer. And I wanted Test Talk merch just so I can't hear you, Franklin, anymore. For some reason, I don't know. I can't hear you. Can you speak don't up? mute me. Okay. <laughs> so um, I took the liberty of, if you notice, I'm in the top right. So if you're watching on YouTube or uh, you can actually see, uh, I'm in the top right. So, or I was. And I basically turned off my camera so I can get his logo in the top right. And I took a little screen grab of it and I threw it on a shirt and I put it on the same website where I can buy mine. I blew up the quality so big, so it's not like crystal clear, so it's kind of funny. But since Dax didn't want to do it, I now have all right my own Tesla Talks merch, and I know Mark already noticed it in the uh, in the chat today. But um, yeah, so basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, that's my story. I created my own merch for myself. No, no, you created my merch <laughs> because Dax won't. Let me buy it from him. No, I'm, I haven't. I I basically was. He wouldn't give me the high res logo either, so I was forced to take a shitty logo, a shitty <laughs> copy of the logo, and then superimpose it and blow it up. So that that's my story. Thanks. I have I have this now. Now I can't make this for kids. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Backstory here. Yes. Why is it pink? It's not pink. It's red. It's just it's just the camera. Yeah, it's supposed to be red. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, you just see pink. No, um, Ryan and uh, Ryan, uh, Franklin, what he said was correct. I just, but to answer to answer your question, Franklin, I'm just, you know, a, a, I don't have time, and two, two, yeah, we're two. going from a to yeah. two. Look yeah. at this guy. And, and two, <laughs> I just, you know, I just don't think that I need to have merch at this time. Maybe you know what? Okay, here's the thing. When I hit 10,000 subscribers on my on this YouTube channel, and I know I'm close, but it's, it's slowed down. I don't know if it's COVID or just my lack of uh, interesting content or my ugly face, but whatever it is, I can't get to 10,000. It's slowed down. But when I reach 10,000, I'll start doing some merch for 
my friends and family. That's about it. And I don't know no one else is going to buy it. Franklin, and I've told you, Franklin, once when you told me last week that you went and got the screen capture of the logo and everything, I said, buddy, that's going to be crappy resolution. Here, I will send you, what is it, the PSD or whatever version that I have? The, the, the high-res version. And you're like, nope. Nope, I want to keep this one. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I like the low quality one. It's kind of funny. It kind of adds to the whole story, right? Yes, it does. Um, it made it like 8-bit or something. Oh, I should. Okay, I'll order another one. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Truthfully, so the reason why I got, the reason why I did this for myself, and I don't want to sound egotistical, uh, I used to never go in front of the camera. Like, it used to only be my hands. So I found it really hard when I used to show up to, uh, like, Tesla events and stuff. People would never know who I was. So they like watch my channel, but then they would never see me. So it's hard to know who I am. They'd just be seeing my hands all the time. So I wanted to buy like just the logos just so people would say, oh, that's who it is. So they put a face to the name. And uh, that's the only reason why I made it for myself. And then it just became a running joke, basically. So that all yeah. I do is sell T-shirts, which, yeah, I mean, whatever. So, Dax, Dax, you have a story that that is mine. Oh, that uncomfortable silence, eh? <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I really don't have an actual. Well, I, what I will say, and I made a video about it. I made a couple of videos, but I made a video about the new update twenty eight point five. Thank God for that. I know, and I know, I said it in the video. Thank God for that extra five miles an hour over the speed limit. It's, and here in Canada, it's 10. We, we cheated a little bit. We got an extra mile, mile and mile, what, 1.2 miles. So, yeah, it, it's been a blessing. I can actually use the stoplights and street uh, traffic lights sensor or uh, autopilot now and not feel like I'm going to be rear-ended by something. It's actually, it's, it actually makes it – and it's such a small little thing, but they actually make it – usable now and it's great I, I love it i love it now it's like now i feel minus and it's of course we know it's beta so it's not perfect but minus it making a left hand turn or making a right hand turn at an intersection i feel like i'm actually being driven to work or the car is actually full self-driving it's not just you know on the highway with navigate on autopilot it's actually it, it just feels very futuristic, <laughs> um, but that's that's not my story. What I was going to say is, I've got these, um, and I don't, you know, I didn't even come prepared for this. I've got these liners. Uh, somebody in one of my Facebook groups is sponsoring me for for a month, so, and he's selling these. He, he's actually selling uh, model Y mats, but he's he sent me a pair of these model three mats where it's a liner. And and full disclosure, I have. Um, Chuck's mats, and I have friends that have um, the Max, uh, the 3D Max Piter, and they're good mats. They're great mats. I love my my Chuck's mat, and for the coverage and how they feel and everything like that. But I put these ones in. I, I, I was a little not not that I was skeptical, but I was a little you know how can they be better than the Chuck's mat? Well, he sent me a, a set of these. They're front for the drivers and the passengers, and then. Uh, there's a one long piece for the back seat, and it's a liner that is fully protected. Like it comes up to the door sills, that when you close the door and you can put it under the rubber rubber seal of the door, like it's full. I wish I had these at the beginning, then because my kids would have wouldn't have scratched the back seat of that uh, the plastic area by the footwell where the carpet ends, because it fully protects that. And then on top of that, they've got 
he he sells these two additional mats like carpets that go in top the liner. One is a carpet, I guess you can use for summer use, and one is more of a winter one, but you can also use it in the summer. I've got it right now in the summer, uh, in, inside for the summer, uh, and it's called a coil mat, and it looks almost like a it looks like a woven kind of plasticky rubberized material and it looks like it would it looks almost like a, looks like a brillo pad and it looks like it would feel like really harsh on your foot but if you were to take your feet off and go bare feet but it's so soft it's almost a soft it's actually softer than the carpet <laughs> it's, it's weird and you have to see it in person anyways long story short i'm um, trying these out and we're going on a long road trip to probably ottawa next week do a family which by by the way we're not going to be having an episode next week uh, taking some family time. So we'll be here back in another two weeks. So I'm going to test these mats out and see how they do in a long road trip and for like two weeks. But so far I've had it for about a week and they fit great. The The design and how they were laser cut fits like a charm. Um, and they feel really comfortable. I wouldn't be able – now with these coil mats, what I was going to say, and I, and I know it sounds like an ad, but it's just a Tesla story. Uh, that coil mat, what it's supposed to be in the wintertime when you get like snow on your boots or your shoes and stuff like that and you come into the car and it melts and it goes down. It goes down into these woven little coils uh, so they're not on the surface so you don't get your uh, pant legs wet or the or the water when the snow melts collects in there and it gets trapped in there so it doesn't slush around as you take corners and stuff like that. So. I won't be able to test that that test that part out, but anything else, I'll be able to give a good test. Maybe you know, I'll, maybe I'll take a a liter of water and pour it in and see how how it does. So that that's my story. A little, uh, it's a company. And I, did I even say the name of the company? <laughs> it's called TeslaMarket.ca. If you go to TeslaMarket.ca, uh, that's where you can find the mats or the liners. And uh, I'm testing it out. Don't go buying it yet. Uh, let me let me do my follow-up video to give you my full two or three-week review of it. And even that's not a full, full review, but I'll do the best I can and, and let you know if I like it. But so far, it looks promising, and I'm liking it. It just drive, like, like the protection. Drive Tesla Canada. I really wish there's someone out there that does vinyl products that can create some kind of protective vinyl slash PPF for that area. So, geez. I'm yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, um, I don't know. Yeah, um, we just have to wait. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, wait, um, I came on here to talk. You guys are giving me product ideas and all these questions. <laughs> so that's actually um, uh, one of the earliest ones that's coming out. Um, I think most people sort of know this, but we're coming out with the rocker set, which covers all the bottom part, but also a little bit higher up because that's a high impact area. But we've also been working on exactly what you were talking about, Dax, that plastic area is PPF for that area. But nice. for the front and the rear, because we see that as an issue, too. And especially a lot of dads and moms have been asking about that. So we've been working on um, that because we understand, like, that that is an issue. So sorry, uh, Darren, we're, we're doing our best. But uh, <laughs> we actually lost um, power, um, like, the past two weeks. We had some power issues. And that's when I was like, man, I wish I had solar. Or, man, I wish I had a power wall. Really? Um, now it's all fixed. We're kind of back on track, so we're gonna get back to work and um, and launch that. Hey, Dax, just real quick, so we don't miss them, okay? Um, and if I mess up the name, my apologies. But uh, Priva said I may have missed it already, but is Dax gonna get the Model Y now that they added long range rear wheel drive? Ah, uh, you know what? 
I'll have to wait for the see what the prices is like first, because I'm guaranteeing that I'm gonna get the Cybertruck. So depending on expenses and costs and stuff like that, because originally what I wanted to do was get rid of my three, even though I love it, uh, and get a, a a smaller SR plus, like a standard range uh, Y for my wife. Now that there's not going to be a standard range, depending on what the price of the long range real wheel is going to be, we'll see. I'd like to, I'd like to, but okay. Uh, sorry, G. Did you have any interesting stories or experiences or anything you want to add? Yeah. So um, I think most Tesla owners have done this with their friends, but um, we recently hired a detailer. He does all our paint corrections, most of it and get to car prep before we install you know ppf or ceramic coating and he had never been in tesla so he's like how many miles you know he asked the basic questions like how many miles how do you charge it and it's like why would you get this and you know i just told him all right like you can ask all these questions but let's just go for a ride so we had a performance model three um all decked out and you know i didn't even tell him what's going to happen so i said we'll just go for a ride and once we got in the strip i mean i floored it and this guy's eyes just, you know, bent, bent, went back of the head. <laughs> he freaked <laughs> out, started swearing, like, you know, a bunch of words that isn't probably welcome here. And he's like, <laughs> Can't be worse than Franklin. He's <laughs> like, let's do it again, you know. And so we went second round, and he was just amazed. And he's like, this is fast. This is probably the fastest vehicle I've ever been in. So, you know, I think uh, it's it's a really fun moment whenever you get your friends and, and your your people kind of introduced to that technology and then kind of break all that myth and it really takes one drive so i think a lot of people can relate to that kind of story that they've done to their friend or family a hundred percent um my next neighbor told me he's like but aren't those slow so ended up taking for a test drive now he's looking into getting a model x so yep yeah i hope you made him sick oh uh, <laughs> uh, he he was a like he was afraid at how fast it was going. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gotta slow down. Like, just totally blown away. So I can relate a hundred percent, as can probably almost everyone listening, right? So cool. We have a question that you were gonna put in the queue. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to do so this one? That one was um, re retracted. Uh, basically, oh. the question was, uh, with Tesla service, do you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Um, and that, that was the question that was there, uh, but the question was deleted. Um, do you want to start Ansel? I, I tweeted about this today, actually. I still think I love the car. I promote it. Uh, big fan of Tesla, big fan of what they do, the tech, the batteries, everything. Uh, service is still one area that they need to definitely improve on. Definitely. Um, not to, so I think the biggest problem with service, honestly, isn't like service people are, they're all really nice. I mean, they're people, right? At the end of the day, and they're really nice and they try their best. I think that some of the policies in place and management and lack of communication is the biggest thing that holds them back. So, mm -hmm. like, I haven't had my car in the last uh, week and a half. And it's not the fact they don't have the car. It's the fact that yeah. uh, they have really poor communication or they say, hey, I'm going to communicate with you. And then they never yep. follow through um, is the biggest problem with service currently, at least in my opinion. Yeah. I think if they communicate, that would solve a lot of their problems. 
because then customers want to be sitting around being like, hey, what is, what's going on? What are they doing? Um, I think people would be more uh, accepting as to how they're going about their work, right? So, yeah. No, it's true. I, I echo ex everything you said there, buddy, because they're, they're great cars, great technology, that's where they fall short. And yeah, deliver. I agree with that. <laughs> and yeah. I had to bring mine to service and uh, I brought mine to service. So I got the update that just went around and everyone was talking about um, a couple of days ago. I got that like, well, yeah, if you want, I got that actually you last week. To. No, that's okay. I got it last week. And um, while I was recording the video for that, that's why I had to bring my car to service. So I'll have that on my channel as a video. I'll talk about the whole experience. I never released the video of the update. Uh, because that whole update video turned into like an absolute expensive nightmare. So, uh, yeah. Any of you Law and Order friend uh, fans, he's going to do it in a Law and Order style. Video. That's the plan. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how well that works. <laughs> you see, you mean you'll make it and put it out there and leave it unlisted and see if it gets demonetized <laughs> or copyrighted. I, as long, I don't care if it gets demonetized as long as it doesn't get copyright strike because I don't want my channel to get removed, but I don't care about the monetization. No, yeah, you won't. You, I, I can, if that's, and I, that's that's cool that you say that. And if that's what you're worried about only, you won't get a copyright strike. You, they may not monetize it, but that's that's what the extent. Yeah. yeah. Truthfully, like, I don't care about that too much. Like, I've made the one with Mark uh, where he was singing with the Backstreet Boys, and that one made it through. So we'll see. <laughs> oh mark yes one last question for you nerd yep. from hire does test bros do 10 millimeter ppf well not millimeter. Um, <laughs> we, 10 mm hey, um, yeah. he means 10, 10 mil, mils. yeah yeah 10 mils i can I, check uh we work with a bunch of distributors um so there's a few others out there other than 3M, but I know that XFail and 3M are most likely, uh, they're actually 12 with the backing, and then once you take it off, it's 8 mil once applied. So um, I can look into it. Um, you can probably DM me on Twitter, and then uh, you can follow up and see if I find anything. But um, I know that they offer, other manufacturers offer it other than 3M and XFail. Yeah. And I think the Expel Stealth is probably a, a one or two mil thicker than the rest, apparently, from what I've been told. You can't get thicker than that, man, unless you use cardboard. <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought he wanted. <laughs> I thought he wanted um, ten millimeters. I thought he wanted it really thick. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, it's you it's like ceram wrap and just just keep wrapping your car until it becomes ten. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Get the measuring tape out. Uh, Mark saying TMI. Anyways, if, if people are listening at home and you're wondering who we talking to other than the three of us and why are we answering these questions, we do this podcast live on YouTube. So if you want to be on YouTube and interact with us and ask your questions, stuff like that, uh, feel free to join us. Uh, I, what I usually do is I put a tweet out or or something on Facebook uh, the day of or sometimes sometimes if I'm on on my game, I'll put it out the day before. And, and let you guys know that it is coming up. And, you, you know, you can set your watch to it, set your calendar to it, and, and join us as we do it live on Facebook. Or you can watch on Facebook, on uh, YouTube. Or you can watch us later on, on YouTube after the, the video has been published and stuff like that. But if you don't want to see our ugly mugs, 
speaking for myself only. You can listen to us just on a regular audio podcast. We have it on TuneIn. We have it on Spotify. We have it on where is it? Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So any of those four streaming, which I think pretty much debatably, I think, or for argument's sake, is probably the four top podcast things out there. You can get it all there. Just search for Tesla Talks, and it'll show up. And that's how you can find us. If you just don't want, like I said, if you don't have time, you can just listen to it in your car as you commute to work or when you go for a run or whatever you do around the house, you can just listen to us at your own leisure. Um, frankly, you have anything else to add? Uh, no, not for today. No. Uh, do you want to do our Okay, so Dax, actually, gee, where can uh, people find you social media wise, website, plug away? Yeah. Um... Yeah, you could follow us at Tez, Tesla Bros. It's actually um, still Tesla Bros right now. All our social channels is there. Um, or you can find us at teslabros.com. And if you want to reach me, uh, you can email me at G, which is spelled J-I, at teslabros.com. So I really appreciate you guys having me. No, oh. no problem at all. We appreciate you, like I said earlier, taking your time out of your busy schedule and uh, coming on to join us for a little bit. Sorry, uh, Dax, sir. where can people find you? People can find me on YouTube under Dax M. You can also find me under Bailey MC on Facebook and Twitter. I, I, I don't, you notice I don't have one of these standard across the board, easy names like you guys do. They're all fractured and, you know, different names. Uh, what did I say? Twitter, you can find me under Tesla Talks and I am seldom, I'm guilty to say that I'm hardly ever, but seldom on Instagram. I'm guilty of not being too active on Instagram, but I'm on Instagram at Tesla Talks. I think there's an underscore somewhere there. See, it's, it's it, because I'm so unfamiliar with it because I hardly go on it. So I, I apologize for that. Basically, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. And we lost you again. Did you say something to G when I was talking? No, you, nothing. What, no, did you, no. what did you say to the guy? Nothing, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where, where can people find you, Franklin? Uh, right here at my house. Okay, thanks for watching. <laughs> no, come on, seriously. Where, where so, can people find you? Uh, M. Frunker on Twitter, Mother Frunker on YouTube. And, yeah, that's pretty much – I have other social platforms, but I don't use them. Just Twitter, M. Frunker, and YouTube, Mother Frunker. Um, I've been going through my backlog of videos I've made like six months ago and I've never got around to publishing. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that content. It's great. Yeah. And no, just, it, actually, it actually is good content. It's nothing it wrong. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know I just, why, why you're not uh, publishing it. Uh, I just been so busy to even like make thumbnails and write descriptions and stuff like that and editing and you know what um, you need? You need an editor. I do. Yeah. And you <laughs> and I'm not saying me. I'm just no. I don't have time. You hear that? Dax is volunteering. No, I don't have time to edit my own. No, I'm saying. I'm Wait, trying to help he, you he here. said he was good at uh, media, right? Yeah, production, media production. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah and you, you think that that guy's not busy? He's busier <laughs> than both of us put together with yeah, his company. Yeah. So, yeah. As always, guys, I said in the chat, like, thanks for everyone who comes out and watches them live because it makes it yes. so much more entertaining and. Uh, it's better for us because like it's more live feedback and we get so many better questions and things like that. So it's a lot of fun and the uh, interactiveness is awesome. Yeah, it's just a better experience. So it is. It's true. And you know, we even have somebody listening from all the way camping up in Kilbear. Kilbear is a, a campsite up 
in northern Ontario here, if anyone's not familiar. So if someone is camping and and watching us or listening to us on on uh, YouTube. That's awesome. We had Mark from uh, a Mark from the UK pop in. I don't know if he's still with us. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah, we guys, Franklin. I say it every week. We can't be any more appreciative that you guys take time out of your schedule to uh, join us on these live ones. And even if you don't, if you don't have time to join us on live, I appreciate you just listening to us on the podcast or on the YouTube stream afterwards. Thanks G once again for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad that you, uh, you came out and your story is so interesting. Like I learned so much uh, that I never knew before. And I talked to you a fair amount. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. Uh, thank you so much. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> okay, that, got, that's uh, the key. I don't want I don't yeah. want you guys to come on the show and and, and at the end of it, it's like, oh, those guys are a bunch of boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad I'm glad you had fun, and hopefully, um, hopefully you'll be back on uh, right. soon for sure. All right, so the, it. the final message: I'm visiting Jeep when he gets a Cybertruck before me. And we're gonna have a party there, checking it out. I yes. will be there. Uh, we'll wrap it. We're gonna have a wrap party. Yeah, it's a wrap party. Thank, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Oh, sorry, you say something? No, that's okay. it. Take care. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for, for watching. watching. Yes. Yeah, I know the outro here. Thanks yeah, for ahead. watching. You, you thanks for outro. listening. Uh, <laughs> tune in. Not next week, but the week after. I have to go camping next week. Uh, sorry, going to Ottawa next week. So don't tune in next week. No podcast next week. I'll let you know. I'll post it on my social media. Thanks for watching, guys. I don't want to waste any more of your time. Your time is valuable. Take care. Goodbye.